you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, November 30th. Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. On today's show, we are playing Field and Stream, plus we're previewing the rest of the Week 13 slate, and we'll give you our fantasy heroes for the week. Time to put on your hip boots and your galoshes, and I'm not an outdoorsy person. Field and Stream, that's what we're doing right now. We're, uh... (laughs) It's like I mean, fly fishing stuff. I don't know in the term. For I've that. never fly fished in my life. Me neither. Um, that's about <laughs> it. All right. So uh, obviously, if you are streaming, generally you're talking about the onesie position. So quarterback, tight end, uh, defense are where most people do a lot of their streaming. So with six teams out, figure we to give you some options for streaming at those positions. So quarterback streaming option. Who do you like this week? I'll give us a selfless plug real quick. I, I in the Storm Cinema article, I wrote streamer options, so you definitely go read that this week. But Baker Mayfield is one that I really like. Um, I know he didn't come through last week with the biggest game, but the Panthers is a matchup that does not scare me, and he brings such a safe floor. I believe it's three or four games this year he doesn't have 16 or more fantasy points, and every other game he has at least 16. So when we're talking about streaming options, it's usually like this guy has upside, but the floor is not super safe. It's the opposite with Baker Mayfield, which in a week like this is enough that like, yeah, you should feel comfortable streaming him. Yeah, I think this is a decent Baker game uh, against Carolina. It's also a big game for uh, the Buccaneers. They kind of need to have this to keep themselves in playoff contention. Uh, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. And you know, I, I've said this on NFL Fantasy Live. I said this in a couple of places that last year it was easy to sort of poke fun at the Broncos because, yeah, they were bad and Russell played bad. This year, Russell's playing better, and I think it's worth noting that. Uh, best touchdown to interception ratio in the league last five games, eight touchdown passes, no interceptions. This could be a relatively high-scoring game against the Texans. I think Russ is going to have to throw the football, and the Texans the last uh, few weeks have been giving up some big yards in the passing game, more than 340 passing yards in two of their last three games. So, I think this is an opportunity. Hey, by the way, and this too, uh, Russ running a little bit more. It's not like early in his career, but he's on pace for over 400 rushing yards. I think he's seventh among quarterbacks right now in rushing yards. So uh, it's not spectacular, but it's better than it has been in those little hidden fantasy yards. Just those, you know, two or three points a week sometimes can make a difference uh, in the performance that you get from a quarterback. As Okada pointed out on Monday, really good schedule the rest of the way. So if you're a quarterback needy team beyond this week, Russell Wilson is the one you should pick up. Pick him up, hold him on, hold on to him. Because even if you're not starting him every week, he could you know help you out in a pinch if you need to just switch quarterbacks. Uh, tight end streamer for the week, who you got? Spoke about him a little bit when we were talking about the Saints, but Juwan Johnson is a player that I like this week. Team high, 33 routes, four of seven targets. He caught only Chris Olave, had more targets, 45 yards. Uh, Taysom Hill is not going away, but Juwan Johnson is their tight end one there. He is doing all the traditional stuff. He's a good red zone target as well. If you miss out on him, uh, Pat Fryermuth is an option that I like even a little bit more than Johnson. Kate Otten, 
Tyler Conklin is solely for deep leagues, I would say. Yeah, Tyler Conklin, very much a deep league play. Juwan Johnson was the guy that I liked coming into the year. It just it didn't quite work out for a number of reasons, but maybe it's starting to come around again. I'm going to go with Tommy Trimble, and this is very much sort of a deep pull. Uh, this is a, hey, I'm streaming a tight end and I need him to score a touchdown. Tommy Trimble doesn't have that many targets, doesn't have that many catches, doesn't have that many yards, but he actually is like second on the team in touchdown catches. So uh, even with few opportunities, he's finding his way into the end zone. They're using him down near the goal line. The Bucks are one of the worst teams when it comes to defending the tight end position. And yeah, very curious. Like, we don't know what this offense is going to look like this week. They've just let go of Frank Reich. There's a lot of regrouping and uh, sort of reorganizing down there in Carolina. Maybe this means Tommy Trimble. No, I was going to say, maybe this means he becomes a bigger part of the offense. No, he's not going to become a bigger part of the offense. But maybe <laughs> the offense is more functional. How about we go with that? It's more functional, which means more opportunities near the end zone, which means more chances for Tommy Trimble to catch a touchdown. Streaming defenses. I know for a lot of people, this is how you live. And God bless you if you choose to do that. Uh, but for those of us who don't necessarily live with a streaming defense, what's an option this week? Absolutely. You're, Marcus is the number one streaming option, so let's just get <laughs> no that clear. Answer. Um, but other answers, the Bucs uh, against the Panthers, because the Panthers have been a favorable offense to stream defenses against all year long. They've scored 15 or fewer real-life points in three all three of the games without Frank Reich this year. And that's the thing. Like In the past, when we've seen... Certain teams, the Bills, others fire their offensive coordinator or their play caller. It's like, yeah, that person wasn't doing a good job. We've seen a three-game stretch where Frank Reich isn't calling the plays, and the Panthers got worse. Uh, they, they Again, 15 or less in all three of those games. So to me, Bryce Young already takes a lot of sacks, struggles with turnovers. We've already seen the Panthers give up some really big games to opposing defenses. I think they are a team we stream against the rest of the way. So my answer, as you mentioned, the, the one that's probably going to be most popular this week, it's the Atlanta Falcons. One, because they're playing the Jets. Two, because they're playing the Jets with Tim Boyle. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that Tim Boyle is not going to throw a 99 yard pick six on a Hail Mary this week. But Tim Boyle is probably going to throw an interception at some point during the week or during the game. Um, he's going to be under pressure because the offensive line continues to be bad. And the Falcons, look, they forced a couple of turnovers last week against the Saints. They were able to get pressure consistently on Derek Carr. So I think this is uh, an easy, easy call. Jesse Bates having himself quite a season down there in Atlanta. Um, this feels like an easy call. Uh, and look, at this point, I would just say you just check the Jets schedule yep. for who you may be streaming. Look, next week, it's going to be the Houston Texans. Uh, week 15, it's going to be the Miami Dolphins. Week 16, I don't know if you pick up the Commanders in week 16. Um, but, you know, look, the, the, the Texans, the Dolphins, they might still be out there for you. And if you stream the Dolphins last week and you're, like, going to make the playoffs, just hold them because yeah. that's who they get the first round of the playoffs, the Jets. Absolutely. So uh, just something to keep in mind for the rest of the season there. Let's take a break, but we'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Getting to the later part of the Week 13 slate, Panthers at the Buccaneers in the NFC South. Panthers with that shakeup in their coaching staff, relieving Frank Reich and a couple of assistants of their duties. Adam Thielen got off to a really quick start this season, has really slowed down lately. Chuba Hubbard, on the other hand, seems to be coming on strong and taking over the backfield. Are you willing to stick with one or both or neither of those guys this week? Ideally, neither. It it all depends on your situation with buys and everything. But like I was saying earlier, in the three games where Frank Reich gave up the play caller duties this year, 15 points or less in real life. Adam Thielen went from averaging something like over 20 fantasy points per game to 11 per game in those three game span. And the hope is that Chuba Hubbard will get more work and will take over because he's clearly been the better of the two Panthers running backs there. But I, I kind of want to see it first. And, and that's why I have him as a sit this week. I understand your options might be thin. Maybe you lost Jonathan Taylor and he's your best option. Sure, take it then. But uh, if you have another option that you feel good about with each of these two players, I would try to get away. I would definitely try to get away from them. Although I will say that I, I do have this, this you know, spidey sense tingling that Jonathan Mingo might be a deep sleeper this week. Um, had one of his better games of the week last week. The Bucks have been something of a pass funnel defensively. Uh, this is it's probably more of a DFS play than in say just a, a redraft league or a, a traditional fantasy league. Um, but I, I just have this feeling that Jonathan Mingo might make some plays. Uh, again, new coaching staff, uh, or at least a shakeup in the coaching staff. A, a lot of new looks there. Maybe they try some different things, and maybe we start to see some of these younger players get opportunities down there in Carolina. Browns at the Rams. Uh, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, both been on the struggle bus lately. Uh, are you willing to stick with one or both of those guys against a Browns defense that is beat up, but is still very good? Yeah, their defense is very, very, very good. The issue is so is Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. And I understand that the floor is low. The, the Cooper Cup has not been Cooper Cup in quite some time now, but at any moment in time, this guy could still go for a buck 50. We know that. So, uh, I, I have a couple of Puka Nakua teams. I have a couple of Cooper Cup teams. Given the buys and everything, I do not have the luxury of getting away from them. You would need, in my opinion, a very, like it can't be a streaming guy. Like you would need a very solid option to pull those two from your lineup. It really is uh, hard to imagine sitting them just because, um, look, their ceilings are so high when everything is right. And they always have the ability to go off and have big games. Uh, as I've told some people recently, if you... You take Cooper Cup, for instance, if you sit Cooper Cup or if you start Cooper Cup, and he has a bad game, uh, you know, then you can sort of say, hey, look, that's just how things work. If you sit Cooper Cup and he goes off, that's kind of on you because you're going to kick yourself about why yep. did I sit Cooper Cup? So uh, like, I, I don't know that you can get away from necessarily either of those guys, but understand that look, the, the floor right now a little bit lower than it has been recently because neither guy is playing particularly well. Here it is. The marquee game of the week. The San Francisco 49ers heading to Philly to take on the Eagles, a rematch of the NFC Championship game from last year. Let's hope that all the key players stay healthy for four quarters so we can see what these two teams might look like at full strength against one another. Which players are you willing to sit knowing that both these defenses are pretty good? Um, None of them. Like <laughs> I, I think I, like Jalen Hurts is a must-start option. Brock Purdy, I think, is going to go off in this matchup. The Eagles secondary can be exploited. Um. Christian McCaffrey obviously must start. I think DeAndre Swift has reached must start status as well. Uh, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, the upside is too high to get away from. Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, the upside is far too high to get away from. I, I know the defenses are very good in this one. 
I would sit the defenses before any of these offensive players because I think this could be a high-scoring game, back-and-forth kind of game, the type of games that lead to a bunch of big fantasy production. Yeah, I mean, I just... Again, it's sort of like we talked about with Cup and Nakua. The guys involved are too good and have the potential to have big games at any moment that it's just hard to get away from them. Uh, somebody on in Fantasy Live uh, asked us, should they sit Jalen Hurts for Kyler Murray? And while I understand the process, like I just can't endorse that because you're talking about the number two fantasy quarterback right now in Jalen Hurts, a guy who's got double-digit rushing touchdowns, who's going to throw the ball effectively. I just can't. I can't endorse getting away from even for a guy like Kyler Murray. I just wouldn't do it. Uh, Agree fully. Even against the 49ers defense. I think, you know, all the guys that you would normally start, you are starting regardless of the matchup, regardless of the defense uh, on the other side of the field. Sunday Night Football, Chiefs and the Packers. Do you trust any of the Packers wide receivers against a good Chiefs defense? If I was to trust any of them, I think Jaden Reed is the top option here. I know Christian Watson had a big game last week. The, uh, the ceiling is always so high with Watson, but the floor is low. Uh, Jaden Reed, to me, is Wisconsin version Debo Samuel. Like, he's not nearly as good as Debo Samuel, uh, but he gets used in a similar way. They let him get involved on the ground. Uh, he's been very consistently involved as a pass catcher. He also has those short, safer targets, whereas everything for Christian Watson is downfield. Uh, Reed, low-key, catching touchdowns and being very, very productive for fantasy as of late. He really has been, uh, you know, we, we keep saying it, right? He's, he's Midwest Debo uh, at this point because he's running the ball. He's catching the ball. Um, he's been the more consistent of the three main wide receiver options there, right? Christian Watson's had some spikes. He's had some valleys. Uh, Romeo Dobbs just seems to sort of pop up out of nowhere every once in a while. Um, but, but give me Jaden Reed in that one. I think he's the best option. So if I'm picking a guy, it's that one. I don't know that I have a ton of faith, though, in the Packers passing game this week against Kansas City. They've been better. Uh, I think it's a different situation against the Chiefs on Sunday night football. Monday night football, Bengals and Jaguars. This seemed a lot more exciting before Joe Burrow was out for the season with a wrist injury. Yet we soldier on in this one. So uh, do you start any Bengals besides Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon? Uh, I would even try to sit Joe Mixon in this wow. one. I, I want no Jamar Chase is in play because the upside is far too high. We saw even last week, it just takes a couple of, of deep catches or whatever for him to be productive. But like Joe Mixon struggled on the ground. Uh, no one else besides those two top 30 yards for the Bengals. So, yeah, uh, it's amazing how and it's not really anything crazy but you take Joe Burrow out of this offense and it goes from one of the very best to one of the very worst in football and it's just been a frustrating year for the Bengals because early in the season it was obvious that Burrow wasn't healthy with the calf injury and that sort of depressed everybody's production now he's out for the season and you know Jake Browning obviously not the same and so we're going to have the same issues again um, I think I still would roll with Mixon just because dump offs are going to be a thing and he may get those opportunities that way. But uh, I don't know that I can start anybody, any other wide receivers beyond Jamar Chase. And even that's sort of questionable. I mean, of his four catches last week, two came on tipped passes. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, luck working even in his favor. If T Higgins was to suit up this week, even then, I'm like, I would try to sit him. Yeah. And you know, we'll see if he plays. But, you know, uh, it's just it's rough right now. Uh, rough going in uh, in Cincinnati there. So uh, that gets us through the entirety of the week 13 slate. But we're not done. It's time to see who will deliver presented by Uber Eats. So who will cape up and carry you to safety? Rashad 
White. Yeah. Last week, 110 yards. It was his worst fantasy game since week six. His 13 fantasy points. That is an extremely reliable floor, extremely reliable production, and a high ceiling. And then all I really have to say is he's playing the Panthers. The most touchdowns allowed, they're in the top five and uh, top six in rushing yards, top three in fantasy points allowed to running backs. They are one of the very best matchups. And like we saw Derrick Henry get a get right game against them. We saw Tony Pollard two weeks ago have a get right game against them. I think Rashad White is going to eat this week. Uh, someone that is a must start play this Sunday. He really has become that, which I know a lot of us, you and I, and, and many other people just were sort of off of Rashad yep. White because he was incredibly inefficient. He's still inefficient, but he's just <laughs> getting the ball a lot and they're throwing it to him. And so he's uh, making the most of those opportunities for me. It's Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Everything about the Patriots offense is bad, except for Ramondre Stevenson. They should just line him up in the shotgun and just direct snap it to him a whole bunch of times. But forgetting that, the one thing Bill O'Brien's offense really has recognized is that he should be getting the ball a lot more. And he's gone three straight games with over 100 scrimmage yards. He's got touchdowns and more than 20 fantasy points in two of those three games. Uh, I think that happens again this week against the Chargers. Their defense, both through the air and on the ground, has been pretty awful this week or this year, I should say. Um, plus, you got the whole thing of the West Coast team traveling to the East Coast, playing that 10 a.m. body clock time game. I just wonder if they're going to come out a little bit sluggish and uh, whether or not Ramondre Stevenson is going to have a day. Does it matter who the Patriots quarterback is at nope. this point? Okay. Great. Nope. Nope. I, I, they both play the same way, I think. Like, they're short yard passes, no no downfield stuff, and they're just bad. And if you look at their headshots, they almost look like the same guy, too. So, <laughs> apparently... Belichick can't type. tell him apart. He's like, one of you two, just what? go just, out just there. Just go, man. Just, just go and try not to turn the ball over. Belichick has a type. That's, that's all I'm saying. Right there. <laughs> that was Who Will Deliver, presented by Uber Eats, where you can get almost, almost anything. The official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL, order now. Uh, anyway, that is a look at uh, what we have heading into week 13. Should be a fun week. Hopefully, you are able to survive by apocalypse by Mageddon, to buy, to Mageddon, whatever we're calling it this week. <laughs> That's my favorite one. To buy, to Mageddon. I'm going to start tweeting that too. Um, <laughs> and hopefully you are in position to make the playoffs if you haven't already locked up a playoff spot. In the meantime, that is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, you're not totally useless. You can be used as a bad example. Be safe, take care of yourselves, and we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.